Welcome to Marvel Cinematic University, the podcast where we broke down every Marvel movie up to Infinity War. Uh, you know, we're still back here keeping you up to date on all things Marvel. I am Jay Christie, and I'm joined by two great friends, two great co-hosts. I'm joined by Anthony Canton III. AC, how you doing? Hey, good evening. What's up? Let's talk this Spidey. I'm also joined by uh, Jerome Chang, Rome Dog, Black Dragon Roll. How you doing? Woof, <laughs> woof. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, uh, our fourth compatriot, uh, Nitsan Bluffstein, couldn't be here today, but she sends her regards. But we're here to talk that about hipster. something that I didn't think was coming for a little bit, because I'm not really on top mm-hmm. of when these trailers are dropping. But guys, you all saw the Spider-Man Far From Home first trailer dropped. Um, yes, it did. Uh, Jerome, how did you? Wh- how, where were you when you first saw it, and how did you react? Um, okay, so the first time I saw it, I was watching it off my phone, and I did not get a look at it, so I had to wait until I got back to, like, my hotel, because I was, I was working at the moment, but I thought it was out, and I was trying to, like, sneak away to get a good look at it. Um, I was super excited from what I saw, and then when I saw it, like, properly in person, it's just, you know, like, Jake, at least for you and me, like, it's one of, if not our favorite. Yeah, I love Spider-Man. I love Spider-Man. So to see more of this coming, it's just, I can't wait. And again, it looks like now they're just like in that comfort zone of like nailing that exact humor that I enjoyed so much from the first one, um, especially the ending, like mm-hmm. the final scene for that trailer. So uh, yeah, no, I can't wait. It looks so good. AC, where were you? Well, I was at work and um, I was following Tom Holland. I was waiting on his uh, live live IG post and uh, he was going on and on and he uh, he showed the trailer online and then the trailer came out on you know every platform so it was really cool to see um i think there's so many different things that are really interesting about it i think the nick fury part i think it's going to be really fun to kind of see that mentorship uh the the kind of growing of him as a hero is going to be fun and then i think the role of mysterio as a villain slash teammate, I don't know. It's gonna it's it's gonna be interesting to see how all of that shakes out. And uh, of course, Happy Hogan and Aunt May with a little a little chemistry going on. Mm-hmm. I, I really like that too. So I, I think all in all, it was a fun trailer to yeah. start off. I'm really excited. I saw it. I was I uh, once I once you texted that it was up. Um, I'm like okay because I was just getting to work and I'm like when can I take a bathroom break. To watch it and so i did <laughs> eventually after like an hour i worked for an hour uh and then took a bathroom break and i loved it a lot as one might expect and it's i think that a thing that made me really excited immediately was that um i think in some of the trailers and definitely do you guys remember the song that was in the end credits of homecoming the answer to that question oh. is blitzkrieg bop by the ramones oh yes and yes, i yes, like yes. how tonally this what the let's go the, uh, yes. Oh yeah, sorry. Yes. White people yeah. know that then song is called Blitzkrieg Bop, but uh, <laughs> I actually I don't know. no. Uh, but uh, and then the the song in the beginning of this Farm From Home trailer is another Ramon song. I want to be sedated, which I just I think tonally. Well, I'm actually actually to be honest, don't really like the Ramones so much. But like tonally, <laughs> that like that is the tone I like of the Spider Man, where it's very. It moves a lot. Like, the opening sequence which is like, him getting his passport, him going through that, boom, 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 boom. That's, like, the fun, easy, breezy, beautiful cover girl Spider-Man. 
<laughs> and I don't know. I'm. I, I think jumping into another Ramon song, just like to your point and how I felt, is just like you feel like you're right back into it. It also it also is perfect for the tone that John Watts, the director, said he was going for, like the '80s movie. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because that's right. such an '80s movie song. Very John Cusy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So well, I think we should start with. Um, like, let's go through some topics, just general things that happened in the trailer. Uh, mm-hmm. How do you guys feel about it taking place in Europe? It's definitely interesting. From it, it, it's a, it's like a tilt. It's it's different than I think what we've been used to for the most part. I know a good portion of Civil War uh, took place overseas, and obviously Black Panther elsewhere. But most of the time, we've been kind of grounded in. Yeah general big cities in the United States. So to I see also it in feel Europe, like, I also feel like Civil yeah, War two, the Europe it takes place in is super nondescript. Like there's nothing particular <laughs> about that Europe. You know what right. I mean? It could really it's be anywhere. Giant text Berlin. Whereas like in this trailer you're like the London Bridge is there. Like they're on gondolas. Right. Like this is Europe Europe. Mm-hmm. Um no no I uh I really like that it's taking place out of there just because we get to be in an environment that isn't New York. Um, and then I think past that, like, because they're teenagers and there's like that element of like teenage hijinks while on a school trip, like it's going to be really fun mm-hmm. that way. Yeah. Um, did you guys ever get up any hijinks on school trips? Cause I don't know if anyone could tell this by everything about my personality, but I did not. Yeah, no, I was definitely more of the, uh, on the better behavior side yeah. of things. Same here for the most part, I would say. Yeah. Also, I only went on like mock trial trips. In like hotels, everything else was just up the same day. Uh, but also another thing I want to ask about something that you see developing is uh, Peter and MJ. There's some chemistry, yes. so uh, I like it. Obviously, I like the relationship that he had with um, Liz in Homecoming. But obviously, I am more excited about this because this feels like it has legs. Uh, it's noticeably more chemistry, I would say. Yeah, yeah. I think that the um, I think I mentioned it on the homecoming pod where his relationship with Liz definitely seemed like more of a underclassman's like unbelievable crush on an upperclassman, whereas this feels mm-hmm. like level playing ground. Yeah, I would agree with that. If any, well, I mean, like, I guess the idea is like they're trying to get like MJ to like glow up a little more because she was very. Um, how would I describe it? Like underdressed, frumpy. frumpy throughout the first, right? Exactly. So um, it's just that idea of her, I guess, maturing and then like Peter noticing. But uh, no, it was a cute exchange. I liked what happened there. Mm-hmm. Uh, to quote Jake Christie, it was very sweet. I love sweet, <laughs> and that's the thing. I unfortunately, Nitz isn't here to sh- like to balance out the sweetness. This is the most saccharine. <laughs> we're, all, we're all encouraging. Each other. <laughs> I know we're just also <laughs> yeah. But I, I, I really love the the so I'm. Uh, you you look really pretty. It's like oh, so that means I have value. I don't. I just love that. Um, I think <laughs> yeah, I mentioned it on the homecoming that. pod that I think that yeah. MJ's character is really good in that it may, it feels very real to real young people today. That like it's mm-hmm. uh, I don't know. I I really think that that's something that's whoever is writing these the whoever is in charge of getting the tone of young people right. They definitely have like a teenage son or daughter or something like that because they definitely that feels so true to a certain type of young person um all right moving on guys nick fury is in this how do you feel about nick fury um i didn't see it coming uh but it was like really cool i guess 
what helps about it. And we're probably going to touch on it at some point, but I'll just start a little bit mm-hmm. right now. So I guess this isn't post-Infinity War. <laughs> Did we know this? Oh, yeah. I I mean, I remember Kevin Feige said from the beginning it would be post-Infinity War. Uh, mm-hmm. And then I saw some knuckleheads on Twitter saying that it might be before. And I guess, I don't know. I don't want to call it. I, don't, I'm only, I only call them knuckleheads because I feel like that's what Michael Wilbon would say, but... I, I thought was it was kind of obvious. Just about to say that. <laughs> I thought it was kind of obvious that it was going to be after Infinity War. Now, right. AC, am I wrong? That Kevin Feige said like when the movie was first announced, it'd be after Infinity War, right? Yeah, and um, shout out to Keenan at Keenan fourteen. Um, he had originally asked this question yeah. earlier today, but then he uh, linked us to a story from IGN. Kevin Feige did address this and did say that yes, officially. That this movie takes place after after um, Avengers Endgame, and uh, this will kind of be the first look into what the uh, MCU is going to look like after okay. Endgame, and, and they felt like Peter Parker was the perfect person to describe that. Movie. And I think that they're probably so, okay. Correct. So then we know Peter gets out, and but like it's not that it's like a huge spoiler for him too. I love. Uh... Oh, so this. So, Jake, I don't mean to cut you, but no, no, no. another another one of our our, our uh, fans uh, uh, wanted to ask about that because he yeah. felt like uh, he was spoiled a little bit. Uh, Theodore at Teddy G Panero, um, he said, "Why do you feel that they had to reveal that? It kind of ruined it for me a, a little." Jake, you as a movie entertainer extraordinaire, yeah. Uh, what what do you think about? I that? I mean, I think that there's a couple things going on. It actually reminds me of something that I was going to quote. Amin Al Hassan tweeted about how talking about how his son felt like it was spoiled and he was going to try to explain how like movies work but his son doesn't get that but i think and i I understand the like the feeling about it but i think that unfortunately reality of the blockbuster movie making business is that x amount of months out of a movie you release a trailer for it like once once it's coming out what in july is it coming out yeah yeah that like unfortunately they can't wait until after endgame to release a trailer for this movie like that's just not right. how, uh, yeah. and and I think that I don't know. I obviously it gives up the the goods on how Endgame is going to end in some way, but mm-hmm. also it's like I don't know. I I, I, I especially because it's such mm-hmm. an early teaser trailer. It's not like you if you're not someone who's like really into the MCU, you're probably not going to see the trailer until after yeah. Endgame. And so, if you're seeking out the trailer, you're smart enough to know that everyone's coming back, because, of course they are. Like, I don't know, I, 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 I get it, and I think it's an unfortunate reality that, but the MCU can't, like, the MCU is not powerful enough to not promote a movie until, like, two months before its release. Like, that's not Fair. a viable thing to do. Fair okay, well, I, I, yeah, yeah, I think people don't under understand how monumental Endgame is going to be because the way that it's been described it's been described as the end of the MCU as we know it so if that's the case a a minor detail and I think people have to understand Tom Holland is a cash cow this Spider-Man story is so early so like Mm -hmm. there's still so much story that we have to that we have also half the universe has to come back (laughs) exactly that too Like there's, I mean, listen. We've already seen that there's Vision and Scarlet Witch TV shows being talked about, Bucky and Falcon TV shows being talked about. So, uh, yeah, that part is going to be something. But I think how we get there still has to be determined. So I feel like let us see how that plays out. 
But I think if you're smart enough as an MCU fan, you would know that of course Peter Parker's going to come back. Um, Okay, well, in fairness, since we got that out of the way, uh, back Mm -hmm. to your original question about Nick Fury, it was really cool to see him uh, show up there just because of the idea of when you see it in Infinity War, Peter officially, unofficially becomes an Avenger anyway. Mm-hmm. So he's really mm-hmm. at a place. No, he, he officially he becomes be. an Avenger. He, uh, we, Iron Man does. I mean, well, Tony does the thing with the shoulders. <laughs> he puts his hands right. over his shoulders, so he's yeah. Right. No, no, no. I, I know that, but just more in the sense that yeah, like, only Tony knows if you think about it. Yeah, you're right. Um, but uh, yeah, no, no. So like, Peter's really at that level. So it's only a matter of time before Nick Fury comes in. Um, I love the idea that he shoots Ned with the tranquilizer, which is hilarious. <laughs> That was um, so much fun. It makes for a really good entrance. Uh, no, I'm excited to see what goes on with that. AC? Well, I mean, listen, I think from the ultimate the ultimate uh, universe and some of the animated series, uh, we've seen Nick Fury play a mentor part to Peter Parker. And I think going forward, there may be some addressing some of the events of Endgame, and I think that's where Nick Fury kind of comes in because he's going to need another uh, guy to latch on to. And you, you never, never know. know. Maybe with uh, somebody my, somebody uh, like Tony Stark possibly croaking mm-hmm. in uh, Endgame, which I think, I, I, I can say this, I, I'll say this now, like I feel like Iron Man is going to be dead um, uh, come Endgame. And I think that's one of the, that's something that, may need to happen in a sense because i think with that type of movie i think when they talk about finality and they talk about the ending you even see tony stark talk about in the trailer that you know that there's always an end that comes and i think happy hogan there right happy hogan but like in the first one's happy hogan as a proxy to tony but then you also see tony so just seeing happy hogan could allude to that yeah, Happy Hogan with a with a check. I mean, this is the other thing. Spider Man at the very beginning, they're uh, you know obviously doing a probably a fundraiser for the homeless. Mm-hmm. Uh, the check is from the Stark Foundation. I mean, this could be one of those cases, like right after the fact. You, you, you never, never know. know. But I'm gonna I'm gonna go out on a limb and say that Tony Stark is dead. Come on. And, and if that is the case, then I think that we're gonna have to update it. He's now Sadie Hogan, but. Um... But anyway, no, probably my guess is that I actually don't think Tony's dead. I think based on – because I actually was rewatching the first half of Infinity War this weekend and then I ended up wanting to go to sleep. uh, That (laughs) I think that Tony is going to – that Steve is going to die. I think that that's like water's wet. But uh, Tony is going to decide to hang it up because he and Pepper Mm -hmm. are going to have a child and he's going to be like, damn, I had this baby now. I can't be – uh, carousing with superheroes, but anyway, in terms of Nick Fury, carousing, love that. That's word. actually the wrong word because that like usually implies drunkenness. But you know, you got you call <laughs> uh, But I think that Nick Fury is inter- is fun to me as a mentor figure because Tony in Homecoming was like a father figure, right? There and yeah. in, in all senses of the word. Whereas like Nick Fury's attitude, like I he'll be kicking me a mentor, but he's more in my opinion like a tough football coach. Like, he's not going to be giving him, like, the hands-on-his-shoulder speech, you know, where he looks like, you know, the after the bit with the Staten Island Ferry where Tony looks like he's almost in tears about, like, not in tears, but, like, really disappointed in him. Nick Fury, mm-hmm. like, is, doesn't give enough of a shit. Like, he's going to, he's the stern, <laughs> yeah. like, he wants results. Not that he's a right. dick, it's just that, you know, 
he's not. It, it, I mean, there it, it to just feels him. more like an employer employee. Exactly. To me. And I think that that's yeah. a fun thing to drag because it's like, okay, Peter, you want to be a superhero. This is what it's like. Mm-hmm. And I think that that's really fun. Uh, now let's talk about uh, my old friend. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start off with a question about him. Uh, Mysterio is in the end of this trailer, played mm-hmm. by one Jake Gyllenhaal. And I want to say to Jake, if you're listening, thank you so much for doing a role that's in, like, a movie that people are actually going to see. Like, you've done a lot of great work <laughs> recently, but, like... No, 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 no. No, that's fair. I'm not saying, I'm not saying that his movies aren't good, but, like, you, he knows damn well when he makes, like, Nightcrawler. Less people mm-hmm. are going to see that. Like, I love movie star Jake Gyllenhaal. Not that I... He's so good at Nightcrawler. That's a great movie. He's but, like, really movie, star, movie star Jake Gyllenhaal, do both. You could do both. Anyway. Mm-hmm. From what I understand from the Spider-Man 2 video game, which is my only understanding of Mysterio, is that Mysterio <laughs> is largely motivated by, like, fame. Like, like self-aggrandizing. <laughs> is that correct in the comics, AC? Yes. So, yes. when I saw oh, him... Yeah. Uh, yeah, go. Oh, yeah. No, go. No, no, what I was going to say was, yeah, just I'll, I'll just make it brief, but, yeah, pretty much. And, he, yeah, it's a star. And even if you see in the animated series from uh, back in the 90s, it was kind of the same thing. Which got ended up getting him arrested. <laughs> yeah, and so what I saw when I saw him like helping out Spider Man, I'm like, this I know what he's doing. He's you know gonna try to steal some of the credit, and it's I don't know. He's got to be a bad guy though, right, guys? I feel like a, there will be a heel turn, and he will be revealed by revealed by the uh, climax of the movie as the villain. And I think all of these. Um, figures that you see, Hydro Man and uh, Molten Man, Sandman, and uh, and Sandman. Whoever that gr- also whoever that green one is. Fig- yeah, they're all figments of of uh, our imagination uh, created by Quentin Beck. Wait, and, that's what he does. Uh, he that uh, is makes, going to be fun to see. He manipulates people's imaginations. Yes. Yeah, I can't wait to see how that plays out. But I definitely think that that's the case. I think people have already kind of figured that out because that's what Mysterio always does. He right. always does that. Jerome, were you familiar with the character beforehand? Yeah, well, I was a big fan of the Spider-Man animated series, so Mysterio mm-hmm. was a huge part about it. Um, I think in the animated series, uh, Mysterio would always use these cubes that would create the visions. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. Right? And uh, so when I saw it in the trailer, I was immediately I was like, oh, all of this is fake. Now, it's interesting because of the amount of damage it's causing, but I don't know, like, when Peter gets hit by the water and things like that. So I'm kind of curious, like, how that all plays out or how that's all connected and how he makes part of it real. But for the most part, it should be an illusion. Um, But, yeah, no, it's... uh, I think the part that I'm hoping for is that Mysterio is just operating independently because they have it in Europe, so it's not necessarily, like... There's this new other hero in New York that's trying to take some shine away from Spider-Man as much as, like, there is a person who is creating this kind of hero character for themselves in Europe, and Spider-Man just has to be happens to be there on a trip. So I'm hoping it's more of that. Yeah. I, the only thing I have to add more is that I remember that there was a throwaway line in the Spider-Man 2 video game. You know, like those lines that your character will just mutter after, like, you've been in a battle for yeah. a little bit. He would say, I think I ate a bowl of Mysterios for breakfast. But, um... Anyway, I guys, this this trailer made me really excited. Um, is there anything else in it that you want to touch on? Um, I mean, I Tom Holland is just so good. I actually I do want to tell a little anecdote. I was flipping through channels and I stopped on Captain America: Civil War, and my twin brother, who's not a big MCU guy, he's seen a couple of them here and there. 
uh, was watching, and he's like, he asked, wait, so how old is the actor who plays Spider-Man? <laughs> and I said, in this, he was probably, like, uh, 17. And he's like, yeah, because I was thinking, like, he actually looks like a teenager. And I'm like, yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's, <laughs> that's what's good about it. He seems a little more mature in this one. Well, yeah. Yeah. But, but either way, like, he he's looking a little more like he's not a high schooler, but honestly, that's just as nitpicky as you can get. Because yeah, he looks, most, honestly, if you told me he yeah. was, like, 17, I'd be like, yeah, sure. Yeah, yeah, he's the most teen-looking Spider-Man we've had, and it's not even close. Yeah. Um, yeah. Tobey Maguire had, like, a but, receding hairline by the end of it. Right, right. At least they put him <laughs> in college. Like, that's the one thing I'll take. Like, at least yeah. they graduated him out of high school, like, ASAP, because mm-hmm. that wasn't going to fly. Um, uh, honestly, uh, we covered everything in the trailer. It's a teaser, so, like, how much can you really cover? Uh, I just want to shout out uh, Dick Wad at the end. Yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. It's, it's just so perfect. Yeah. Uh, I love that. Like, I'm so excited. Um, we talked about it when we watched Homecoming. I love the, uh, like, the character of the school itself, like, of all the classmates mm-hmm. being there. And I love that this has a chance of being very, uh, like, very ensemble Like, I yeah. just, and that I'm looking forward to. I, like, obviously, I don't want it to be that, like, it's a whole lot, but I do, like, the throwaways to it. Like, my favorite thing, one of my favorite things in Homecoming was, when they would show the uh, student news, mm-hmm. um, air, uh, like all those broadcasts in, inside the school, and it was just so perfectly awkward for that age. Um, I'm hoping there's more of that kind of humor and that kind of style. Oh, I have a question. Did it? Did I? Uh, uh, Ned and Betty are together, right? Or am I just seeing things? The blonde. It seemed like there was something happening. Oh, there. Okay. Yes, yeah, so I. Just, for sure. Okay. Um, okay. Yeah, I don't know. By the way, a thing I noted, noted when I looked up... I'm, I need to double-check again, and I'll cut this out if it's not true. The actress who plays Betty is named Angry Rice, which is one of the weirdest fucking names I've ever heard. Anyway. Whoa. A-N-G-O-U-R-I-E. Uh, no disrespect to her. A little bit to her parents, unless it's like a family name that's like means something special, but like also like... That's pretty weird. Uh, anyway. Noodle. Yeah. Anyway, so go on. I felt like mentioning that. I'm like, this is like, is weird for even Hollywood standards. Anyway, if you guys do you have anything else you want to add, um, I th- well, let me just add a, like a couple of things. Sure. Um, when Hydro Man, uh, well, what you call it? They, when they show Hydro Man like later in the trailer, but uh, when they show Ned taking a picture, um, they show the same. There's a boat off to the side, and the boat's initials are the same exact ones as. Hydro Man's first appearance in the Amazing Spider-Man comic. So nice nod yes. by um. Easter. Nice nod by them. You need to lie, you. Also, um, uh, what you call it? The uh, monogram BFP on Peter's suitcase is a is a nod to his uh, late uncle Ben Parker. Shouts to Uncle mm, Ben. Rest in peace. What? And um, I don't like. This is interesting. Like the. the Jerome, do you remember how Hydro Man was so problematic in uh, the Spider-Man uh, animated series? I actually don't remember that. You'll have to. Respond. He was very like he 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 literally stalked Mary Jane and was almost like semi-abusive. Really? Yes. I mean, like, not he, that, I mean, knowing this now, I'm not going to go revisit it to confirm, but I'll take your word for it. Yeah, he was like an old ex. Uh, he was an ex-boyfriend, and. Um, I remember that episode where he first turned into Hydro Man. He was just like chasing after her like crazy, like stalker dude. He would show up everywhere, and of course, because you know he could turn into water, he would show up literally anywhere. Right. So, right. 
so yeah, there was a lot with that. I think as far as like the teaser go, I think, and I think what happens, I think it's more about the fan aspect of things because I think a lot of fans are like stuck on the, on the like, oh, what does this mean for Endgame and what does this mean for you know the future of the MCU and and stuff like that. I think the future of the MCU, regardless of how it shakes out, is in pretty good hands. And I think this is kind of. This may be kind of like the nice positive film that we're gonna need after whatever happens in Endgame because I do think that Endgame is going to going to kill us. Yeah, yeah it's not literally. Film but yeah. That is uh, that we use to follow up it, but I wouldn't mind a Spider-Man one. Yeah, it's I'm excited to see it, um, and I'm excited to talk about it with you two, uh, as we <laughs> will because we'll do it with every Marvel movie. I want to thank <laughs> both of you for convening tonight to talk about this. Yay. I've been Jay Christie. You can follow me at the Jay Christie. Listen to my podcast, Sorted History. Also doing another podcast about famous vines called Six Second Cinema, which is a very niche topic. But if you're into it, me and my co-host, Michael Springthorpe, are very into it. So I think you'll enjoy it. Uh, AC, where can people find you? You can find me on Twitter at AC Spotlight 95 Obviously, check out the AC Spotlight podcast. Uh, we have a couple of guests coming up in the next couple of weeks that should be fun. Some good conversations that I'm looking forward to. Uh, stay tuned for that. Rate, review, subscribe. That one and rate, review, subscribe. This one. Amen. Uh, you, can find, right, you can find me at Black Dragon Roll on uh, Twitter and Instagram. And you know what's really cool? We're all in. We're all like really close to each other geographically today. Actually, while <laughs> recording this, mm-hmm. yes, because I'm I'm spending a day or two in uh, New York City. And once again, Shouts we are camera. very sorry that Nitz could not be with us today. But throw her a follow <laughs> at Nitzblove N I T Z B L U V. And we'll be back talking to you with what, what's going to be next. Is it going to be? Are we going to convene before Captain Marvel? I feel like we should do Deadpool too. And it's we keep hope that saying that, that though. We keep saying. I know. I, so with that in mind, we're not going to reconvene before Captain Marvel. Um, but no. uh, <laughs> yeah, I, yeah. I sealed the deal there, AC. But I really wanted to speak to you sooner, but now it's settled. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> we'll talk to you when we talk to you. Uh, All right. Have a good one, guys. Bye bye.